0: Welcome to Season 10 of the Notes from the Pen Podcast. I'm here with Ladieswear, mainly Hello. because I have to be here with someone for them to record it, right? Because I can't just sit here. I don't have a recording device myself. So really, he's here because he has to be, right? And he's, you know, he's feeling, what's up, lady? Are you all right? Yeah, man, just got my drinking uh, so some extra, extra creamer in it, you know, live the Brilliant. So, anyways, I figured, I don't know, this is the first time we've done an actual plotted, plotted, planned out season, and I don't know how it goes, but I feel like there has to be some sort of intro into it. So that's what this is. Everyone take a knee, all the pebbles, the viewers, um, no matter where you're at, what time zone, what's your textual preference gender, race, ethnicity, religious belief, or mental psychosis is. We are fucking glad to have you. There has been quite a disruption, as everyone's been following this uh, soap opera of an experiment. knows we've lost people, gained people, should have shifted and changed. And along the way, for a couple reasons, I won, I figured out of necessity but also out of uh out of out of strategic preference and, and plot and planning too is that we had to change the format a little bit. It's it's it the captain was great at a lot of things, man, and, and one of them was holding it together just barely, you know, last minute <laughs> editing and all that stuff. But he learned to do that stuff and uh, he was you know, the, the point person for interaction and all that stuff. And to be honest, up until, I you know, I was telling you earlier, up until about a week ago, almost exactly a week ago, I was really treading water and just doing my best to keep the, the ship from sinking. You know, like pull Greg, Cousin Greg in here, ladies were in here, the 22-year-old here, you know, and, and do these things just to keep it going. Keep, just keep it keep treading water, keep it moving. Keep it moving. But it's been a huge, huge – it's been the toughest time since I've been in prison, Um, aside from, like, the emotional shit when I first came down because of everything that happened. But this has been the most trying time, and it's – you know, it's not just the the troubles with the show. It's with the place I'm at and COVID and the lockdown and the rules here and the monotony and the drudgery and all that stuff, like, layered on top of um, one another has been – the lowest point since coming to prison, and, I, and, and the best thing that has happened has been the connection with the viewers, the pebbles, and the show. This expression, this voice, uh, you know, this outlet. It's, it's, this thing serves so many purposes, and the idea that this thing was going to go away or had taken a cannonball in the side, or whatever metaphor you want to use, was really. It, it took a toll on me that I, I wasn't really prepared for and I kind of underestimated it. And so, that being said, there was just a time just out of necessity where it's like, look, we definitely can't do two episodes a week, two full-length episodes a week. We're having trouble with one. And and one thing I will never do, I won't I won't sacrifice quality. If we're going to do a shitty show, aside from treading water until we figure it out, if we're going to do a, a, a subpar show, I would just almost rather not do it. That's just the way I am and call it dumb or whatever you want to call it but that's that's just the way it is so you know i had been getting a couple opinions from people and breaking it down to seasonal uh, a seasonal podcast like i guess plenty of people do out there made so much more sense and you know i i said well we got to continue doing the monday ones so the monday ones with doug or you know, whoever it's going to be. But the Monday episodes, the 15-minute ones, are always going to be coming out. And then we'll do three-month, 12 uh, 12 episodes, one a week of the long-form one, with tons of bonus stuff um, on Patreon once we got that up. So because of necessity, we simply couldn't do all these episodes and still have them coherent and thought out and well-structured. Um, and then along with that came me wanting to go to college while I'm here. Um, I've rethought some of that stuff, and I really want to once they bring back in-person learning, which they haven't done yet. So all these things came together to where, okay, we need a season. So that's what we're doing. We're doing a season. Um, This is season 10, which I guess is probably only in technical terms. But, yeah, so we were able to put together these really thought-out, cohesive Quality-wise, old school, if not exceeding, episodes that, you know, last week is when it really hit me that this thing with Cousin Greg, especially him, like really evolving in this dynamic we're building in this comfort level, um, is the first time since the captain left where I'm not worried anymore about where it's going. It's the first time I have real confidence, and not just confidence, excitement into where this ship's going and what we can do. And the momentum, like we're starting to build, and we we released a couple throwaway episodes early I'm on Patreon. You listen to them, right? Oh yeah. And uh, you would agree, Greg's doing his thing, and, and, and the vibe is uh, the vibe is on on track now. And uh, I, what I tell you, I said if you like those, wait till you hear the the shit we got in the pipeline right now, the the stuff that uh, we're covering. It's like old-school, chaotic shit happening. It, it's just a, a vintage and quality level of, of the way NFTP was, and now it's just going forward. So that's it. I just wanted to do a little intro because I don't know. We've never done these these seasons, and I just wanted to say uh, all the pebbles out there that shot me j or Twitter or, or reached out and just showed love, and, like, that, I'm telling you guys, that's the stuff. I was on the verge several times of calling it and just being like, I'm done with this stuff. It's just too much. I can't fucking do it. And those little J-Pays, ghost Ghoster, Ashley Bell, JD like there's so many fucking people that that just carried like just I'm telling you, just gave me just enough Dude, to keep doing it. this when want. I, when I wanted to uh yeah, skill it. Um, when I wanted to just, just hang it up and be done with it. And so uh, I also wanted to take this time in the intro to say this thing has always been a community thing. It's always been an experiment and connection and the show never needed it more than these last couple months. And, uh, yeah, we got something for you. It's full fucking steam ahead now. And, uh, I think you're going to like what's, uh, what's coming up. So without further ado, get your goddamn flippers on because we're setting sail. Well, yeah, I'm uh, I'm really excited about season 10. Uh, I like the direction oh it's going Oh, my in. God. Hold on. Did you hear that? When you go back, listen. I was, like, just wrapping up. <laughs> this is why I have them on. <laughs> I was just wrapping it up. And I go, welcome to season 10, bitch. But right as I said, bitch, you go, and I like <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Without further ado, here it is. Welcome to season 10, bitch.
1: <laughs> all subject matter the preceding podcast is entirely alleged and not admissible in a court of law a recklessly minimal effort has been taken to change the names and details of any guilty parties and just in case you right bastards get any ideas the hosts of this podcast are notorious and well-documented liars with no legally admissible credibility this is mama c and you're listening to notes from the pin podcast welcome to prison bitch
0: Greetings from the Prison Industrial Complex. You know what show you're listening to, and you know who I am. But today, I have Cousin Greg with me, and um, he has managed to break free of the ball gag and the restraints. I don't know if the duct I picture, like, you know, like, if you have duct tape around your wrist or, like, your hand when you're a kid, like, when you're playing with duct tape, there'll be, like, that little ring of, like, still sticky stuff around, like, where the edges were. I imagine you have some of that going on that... You know, you don't fully clean off by the time you get to work or here. And, um, so yeah, so today I got my, fi- one of my favorite people on this planet, Cousin Greg. What's up?
1: Good morning. What's going on? Yes. I, uh, I actually just, uh, gnaw, gnawed off my, my wrist. So that's, that's what I did this morning.
0: Yeah. And like, this isn't like hyperbole. Like, we spoke yesterday, but it's usually like, um, Shot in the dark, shot in the dark to call and like nothing, 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 and then I'll get like a guilt ridden J P like, hey man, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. And I'm like, ooh, I hope he doesn't get whipped for like sending that. Sure. Like I imagine one of these days getting a J P that's like, hey, I really, and then it's just a bunch of uh, periods where like your your unconscious head fell on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then we end up catching up, and it's like. Uh, Time
1: has passed
0: at all. It's all good. Absolutely. So, what are we doing now? You were at a cul-de-sac last time. Where are you now?
1: Yeah, let's set it up a little bit. So, I'm in my car, as usual. I got the studio going here. The mixer's on my lap. Got the phone on the little holster. And uh, you're hearing uh, these sounds through a microphone console of the car. And I'm in a parking lot in a uh, park. (laughs) It's like a nature scene uh, up here in North Jersey. It's a park, actually, I grew up. Uh, in this town here, and I'm just kind of staring off into kind of a lot of trees and woods, and I'm looking at a at a charcoal grill and a and a picnic table, and I'm the only car around, so I got the window cracked a little bit. a nice humid day. I'm ready.
0: Yeah, it's nice here. I hope it's nice there. <clears throat> um, it's uh, good to have you. See, you're both ducking. You're like double duck, right? Like so, like if you're skipping out on school, that's one thing, but. If you're skipping out on school, well, I don't know what the analogy would be, but like double time, which i which makes me appreciate your presence even more.
1: That,
0: uh, <laughs> never I take it to take all these passive aggressive shots at you right the <laughs> <laughs> show going so listen, so today I, I really wanted to talk to you
1: because
0: yeah. there's like been something on my mind that kind of you know these like realizations come, and I think. You, you've you been sober longer than I have, and um, sure, you're also getting older, and so some mm-hmm. of these things, like I say, blend, and you don't know which is which. If it's because you're getting older or sober or a combination of the two. But I had this uh, – I had this really, let me start out with this question. How long – if you had a choice, if you could just type it into a damn computer or write it down on a magical piece of paper and it came true, how long do you want to live?
1: You know, that's a uh, – well, not – okay, I could definitely say I want to be – it's hard to assign a number to it, but if I must, I definitely have to go at least 70, 70-plus. 70 let me let me say uh, – let me go with 80. That's that
0: your final answer?
1: Yeah, the number – Because that's you didn't up, even
0: ask the right questions, right? So first of all, with, this is why you can't do, like, those, like, hypotheticals with someone like me because I'm annoying.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll go – all right, well let's break down the particulars. What quality of life do we have here? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. Am I- I 150, and I can't get out of bed, and uh, you know I'm right. pissing blood and stuff. Or is it like I'm Jack LaLanne? <laughs> no one will get that reference. <laughs> it's, 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 Jesus
1: Christ! I so I it. need to be. Are right, you hit it? You hit it perfectly. I need to know what type, what what quality of life I'm going to have. Now, if I have you're a frozen right
0: call- now, physically oh. you're frozen right now, where you're at? Right. How old do you want? How long do you want to live?
1: Hmm. I'm frozen right now.
0: You mean yeah, like yes, you, when
1: I re- you, you mean when I'm unfrozen, I'm like this.
0: No, no, no. Meaning you don't age from today forward. You don't get sick okay. until you know until you know everything biologically is on pause until you snap your fingers or you reach the date you're talking about. At which point, I'd imagine you just like age, you know, however many years instantly and like crumble into a, a very painful pile of dust with like a few teeth scattered. Whatever. What remaining teeth you have left. So that being said, how long would you want to live?
1: Hmm, Okay. Well, considering in the Asian factor, as you and I both know, we uh <laughs> we um yeah. we we look great and then boom, we <laughs> just shrivel into a prune. That's how it goes. There's no True. progression. It's very there, yeah. We
0: There's
1: do hold we, we the same way you can uh Tell a, a, a tree's age by the rings on the uh, on the trunk, if you will. Mm-hmm. We do hold some some aging clues in the eyes, around the eyes, eyelid area, yeah. that, right? Okay, yeah. but back to the question and the answer. I, frozen today. Age a bunch. I, I you know, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to stick with my original answer of, of 80 because I don't want to live too long, uh-huh. you know, and just be some decrepit, you know. And but I also don't want to die young. I do want to see my kids grow, and I feel like. My dad's 80 or 81 and like, you know, I wanted to be around for a long long time, but he's lived a nice long life. So I'm going to stick with uh my dad's <laughs> age. He's, and he's been he's lived a life. great
0: dad, but uh to check. I mean, <laughs> at some point. So, you know, how long are yeah. we going to sit at this table pops? Is <laughs> Right. Like you're saying you don't want him to go, but if he did no, no <laughs> he did, he, he's done enough. Is what? No, he, this is this is like the root of my question, which I, surprises me that being frozen biologically where you're at now, that you would only choose to. You'd be about halfway done, uh, a little less than halfway done, A
1: little less.
0: Um, which surprises me. I think most people would probably want to live forever, and then. So, okay, so you say 80 years. Is there any goals? So, like, what, it's not really going to work on you because you basically chose the most boring answer ever, which is I would like to live the average age people live. <laughs> my, right. of my You're like, I would like to die. What's the rolling average, 78 well, for a man or whatever? It's fine if that's your answer. Why is that your answer, though?
1: Well, I mean, kind of because, I, like I said, like I, I don't want to live too long, because I do have a fear of being like around forever—not forever, but for a long time—and just being just kind of this invisible, you know, kind of just decrepit old guy.
0: But you wouldn't um, be old in this scenario. You'd yeah. be biologically frozen. You know what I mean? You would—you would look the same way you look right now. Have you said two hundred years old on on a hundred when you were 199, you look just like you look now. Hmm. So. I guess
1: yeah. I guess I could stretch it. I guess I could stretch it because I was. Well, I'm not trying to pitch what?
0: you on anything, right? Like I'm not <laughs> trying to sell you. I'm trying. i genuinely would like to know because I feel like my initial, like if you would ask me this different phases of my life, I would have said different things. If you yeah. would have asked me. Okay, so I lived most of my life, and I sincerely mean from, like, my first, like, existential despair, like, 12, 13 years old. Now, as the viewers know, maybe this goes back to um, saving a princess or who knows, or some of these, like, deep, Hmm. depressive mental health issues come from. But I really did live my life um, with the assumption that, like, there was always a part of me. I was afraid of dying but also like I it's what a release that's gonna be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. what a god I used to tell pe I remember this girl Shannon was like one of the first girls that I had that had let me stick my wiener in her more than like once. I think I had slept with two <laughs> girls at the time and there were it was no mm-hmm. there was no like monumental affair, right? So Yeah. I remember talking to her on the phone. Smo I must have been like 16 not 17 I don't know I was smoking a Newport out back secretly cuz you know the parents couldn't know it was that night and I was talking to her on the old wireless house phone and I oh, remember yeah. saying like yeah I'm going to die before I'm like 20 24 25 I remember being like like Tupac like I won't live long and I love, I idolized Tupac and I really had this feeling like this like romanticism of like dying young and thought that I would, but also kind of feared it, and I thought it was, like, probably I thought it was an edgy, cool thing to say and to kind of express, like, oh, I don't give a fuck, which I was just in pain, you know, and uh, that's all fun and games to, like, live that way until, like, you wake up one day and you don't. Fuck, you're older now, you know? And so mm-hmm. back in the day, I would have said, like, fuck, I don't want to live past 30. I used to say that frequently. I don't want to live past 30. I want to go out, like, guns blazing just like at the yeah. peak like still strong G. G. Allen. i don't know maybe that yeah maybe the Gigi <laughs> yeah, G. allen quote i want to go when my star is still on the rise and i still have a lot of energy to take over into this next life yeah. it's kind of what he was saying um, yeah. but then i came to prison and found some clarity and some understanding and kind of like w- discovered myself and like what like life means and what Any of this stuff means to me, right? And through meditation, I remember having this realization about death. And I think in the death episode we talked about this. But one of my realizations was, um, you know, we're all trying to, like, live forever. And what a mistake that might be if this is just some sort of gauntlet, a physical existence in one life or a hundred lives, however many it is. This is just some sort of, like, processing factory or rite of passage to some sort of other existence, like, far beyond, far more fulfilling comprehensive whatever or some version of heaven right like how we would our short-sightedness of reaching immortality could ironically cheat us from like the real purpose of life which is to die and then either be reborn as everything and everyone on the planet and so realize you're one thing or or go to this you know enlightened phase or whatever right so then i had that realization where i was like well, yeah i don't want to live forever and then now i've reached a third phase okay um, kind of recently and it's back kind of like in the other direction where i think okay so a motivating factor of my life has been this existential fomo fear of you know fear of missing out and in like a deeper level than just like ooh, what was going on on friday night even though it includes that
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that is there's this Okay, so prison gives you the opportunity to, like, really delve into a lot of...
1: You have one minute remaining.
0: That you might not have time for otherwise. And in that, you discover some really dope shit. And this is, my life's been filled with this, you know, like, discovering um certain music or authors or bands or movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, realizing this, you're like, oh, I can't believe I had a life before I knew there was a fight club. Hold on. I'm going to hit you back. This is a good cutoff point. All right. All right.
1: Thank you for using GTL.
0: All right. So uh, So life has all these, if you're paying attention, life has all these little, you know, unexpected little gems or Easter eggs that are just, like, beautiful and amazing. Like, so almost specifically designed for you in a way, or or, um, in line with, like, it just seemed to be made for you, right? Like, all the things, the reason I like Fight Club is my favorite movie is it encapsulated so many feelings, thoughts, and ideas I had at a certain, like, really pivotal phase of my life, right? And it's like the idea that there's this, oh, man, you, you you know, like, occasionally you'll hear a song, read a book, or watch a movie that you never knew was out there, and then when you do, you go, oh, my God, like, how did I not know this thing? who is this director who is this music you know and then you delve like deeply into that and realize like okay life's a little bit better knowing about this thing you know what i mean
1: you yeah i'm that. fine
0: and so the idea that there's one of the things that motivates me just like from micro to macro is the idea that there's these wonderful things that would be my favorite fill in the blank movie, uh, book, person, whatever, that I just haven't discovered yet. And the idea that I haven't, the thought that it's out there and I don't know about it, like drives me mad. Right? And I, and it's yeah. hard because you're like, you don't, there's, you don't search for what's the thing, what's the uh, musician I don't know about that's amazing. You can't search that. It's yeah. almost like the universe has to like, deliver it to you in some sort of weird way you know you can do your best to search it out but it's not until you meet someone and they go oh you've never heard of charles bukowski and you're like who and then you go read bukowski and you're like oh this is me like this guy is part of me like and um you know there's all kinds so and then you know some of these things that like leads you down this path of you know that fight club led me to a bunch of different things but one of them was Chuck Palahniuk. He's one of my favorite authors ever. And then there's this whole universe he created, and, like, all these different things that he's written. And then you you get into that, and you realize, like, oh, there's, like, these subcultures that are beautiful, self-sustaining, complex, niche, weird, interesting things that in order to even know they're there, you have to somehow stumble upon or be given secret access to through, you know, some sort of synchronicity, someone telling you, or you finding on, on a rabbit hole on the internet, you finding it. But in order to like fully understand and appreciate these subcultures, you have to kind of, there is no like, oh yeah, I saw the trailer for Fight Club, that was cool. You know, yeah. you're like, no, 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 watch the movie. Right. Look about, then learn about David Fincher, the director, and then the author, and then, you know, he wrote this book, Check yeah. this out, and yeah. you know, and then you, yeah, you have
1: full, to experience I
0: get, it. Yeah, yes. So the study and experience. And one of the realizations I have now is I, I I keep, like, discovering things like this throughout life, and especially since I've awakened, since I've been in prison, and, and kind of, and taking life as it comes, and learning to appreciate and be grateful. I find all these things, and I go, this, this, in order to fully know these things and experience them and appreciate them, you have to be, become pretty deeply immersed in them to really appreciate right. them, Right. And that takes time, and the idea that life is so short, and I'm going to miss out on so much of this stuff, gives me, like, a reason to be like, no, 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 I would like to live to be a thousand. And I don't know if a thousand is the answer. Like, I would, you'd have to come back to me at a thousand, right? And not just... So, like, it, I kind of led with that because I wanted to know, first of all, how old you would like to live and why. Because a lot of people would be like, oh, I'd like to live forever. And then you go, why? Like, for what? And maybe they'd have an answer, but I suspect that a lot of people would go, I don't know, because I'm afraid of death. Yeah. I'm not so afraid of death in, like, on a scale. Like, sure, we all are afraid of the unknown. And, and yeah, like, I don't want to die anymore, you know. And, uh so I have a healthy fear of it, but I'm not like terrified. I accept it as a part of life, and uh, yeah. who knows? I'm very interested to see what happens afterwards, right? But then yeah. there's, but now I have a motivating factor that is a real FOMO of like there's so much that I want to learn and there's an experience, and there's so little time.
1: Yes, you but know. in if in this life, though, no matter how long it is. <laughs> I'm laughing at my 80 now, but 80, a thousand, you know, it's going to be impossible. It's going to be impossible to, at some point, we're always going to have to zero down and make choices and figure out, you know, what we want to dedicate our time to, um, because impossible. Right. Right. Cause it's a finite amount of time. You're always going to have to, and I mean, you can change the scale, whether or not you're going to live for 40 years, 80 years, thousand years, but we're always going to have to kind of, you know, make those choices.
0: Right, but I, I I really believe, like I said, I wouldn't want to live forever, but I really believe that there, is a, there would be a time, who knows, maybe it would come after 120 years, or I'd just be mm-hmm. sick of everything, you know what I mean? And I'd be like, yeah, I've done enough. But, um, you know, there's definitely, I could see a time where I go, okay, I got a, a deep, like, I, yeah. one of the things that made me, me really, like, sit down and think about this was, I've been debating and arguing with people, who, for the most part, it's usually about politics or whatever it is, but I realize, like, how many people I'm speaking to, in order to even have the debate, I have to almost educate them on their own perspective, like, the details of it. You know, I'm like, well, you're kind of arguing <laughs> for fiscal conservatism, which the argument is, that, like, they don't even know their, like, the yeah. definition of their own thing, because everything's based so much on emotion and shit and, like, people following people that they get a good vibe from or whatever. Yeah. And it made me realized that I was a hypocrite in a lot of ways because I was like, I don't really understand economics. It's like this huge complex thing, right? So then I mentioned a couple of things, you know, an amazing, lovely viewer sent me um, a Henry George book, British Economist, and then someone else sent me one on John Maynard Keynes, who's a famous um, British economist who kind of like revolutionized um, economics. And this is like during World War One and Two and stuff like that. And so... In learning it, and something as disgusting and boring and just mundane-seeming as economics, I'm going, I'm learning stuff, and I'm going, oh, this is fascinating. <laughs> and then during it, I go like, oh, yeah, without coming to prison, would have never. Like, would have never had the, the chance. And so it made me go, man, there's so much out there. And this is knowledge. And experience It is the reason for a, a almost somewhat justifiable desire. No, a completely justifiable desire to live longer. Yeah. And then it made me go, like, well, if you do want to live longer, you should have a reason, right? Like, why? Mm-hmm. And then it made me curious to what other the viewers out there would say, how long they would want to live. And then once they had an answer, what for?
1: Why? Yeah. Like,
0: find a reason, right? Everyone should find their reason for, like... And then once you find your reason, now you have a direction. Instead of just... Listing through life like I was, right. Know? And I just was curious to what you thought. Is there anything yeah. that you want to, um, because okay, so ex- before I ask you this, you, I, I wrote down a kind of list of like the many lives of Bobby C throughout the years, like all the little <laughs> things that I've delved into deep enough to be considered that thing, right? Like a skater, like I yes. was a. I went to skate competitions, um, was sponsored by, like, halfway sponsored by Spectrum Surf Shop back in the day when they first opened their skate. They they used to make Mm -hmm. skate videos with Drew Pei, rest in peace, and Matt, and uh, and a bunch of people watch skate videos all the time. You know, I've broken over 40 decks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I did that long enough when I was, like, 15 to be considered a skater, and when I took this Myers-Briggs personality test in prison, it, you know, it's this comprehensive personality test, and it, and it kind of pointed that out and, and said, "Yeah, like these your type of personalities like to delve into things until you get like a pretty not expert level, but good understanding, and then move on to the next thing." And I was like, "Holy shit, that's what I do!" And i forced forced yeah. to like sit down. And when I was like preparing this, I was uh, like just doing a little list. Okay, so a skater surfer martial artist stoner mm-hmm. so now all of these things that I'm mentioning are things that like you can ask me like in depth yeah. like you could be like oh you're a stoner what's your favorite bong and I'd be like well Jerome Baker was my favorite
1: yeah. you know, there's yeah.
0: graphics and that. like where you could not just a thing where like yeah I smoked weed like fully right, right. into like yep. culture right and so uh, addict me and you are pros at that uh, oh. MMA tattoo artist rapper college student punk like in the punk scene Yep. Um, thugged out like gangster rap shit, yep. a cook, a carpenter. I would get the father thing, the family man thing, uh, writer, podcaster now, uh, inmate. <laughs> you know, I've lived all these like full on. Oh my God. Immersed, like, and that's just like a small old oh, protester.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, like, no, I'm just chuckling real quick. Not, not in trouble. I'm just chuckling real quick. Cause as you're saying it, like they're really connecting because uh, we've known each other a long time. And I'm like, yeah, he's right. Yes. Yes. Like when you said these aren't just passing glances like these are like real like i love what you're saying yeah go go ahead so
0: so i had that i was lucky in that way to experience a bunch of shit but prison sits you on your ass and you can't live through experience except the inmate thing like i'm learning that and the podcast thing and the writer thing so you can to a certain extent live uh, experience these different subcultures and subgenres and little niches of groupings but for the for a lot of it like economics you have to, there's a the study of, and it's not the same. It's like one layer removed. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm kind of limited. So I wanted to, like, ask you, let's say your answer is 80 years and you have however many years left. What do you want to do? Like, is there anything, if anything, that you want to accomplish or or do on this theme park of life? You know, with eighty years, you can only visit so many rides. You're not going to hit the whole park. Like, are there some like must-haves, like rides that you want to hit? I want to ride them all. That's why I want to live to be a thousand. Now, and I used to be the guy who was like, I want to go home. <laughs> like, I want to leave. This theme park sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know. So well, and now that well, I'm I'm here... I, well, you. You
1: know, I like. Uh, I hear what you're saying. Like, uh, like you want. You simply would like more time. So that you can continue immerse yourself, immerse yourself in more things, like educate yourself about certain things. There's a lot to, there's a lot to know, a lot to experience, a lot to learn. You just want more time to do that. I I totally, you know, I. I, But in a more
0: like comprehensive, not just. I know you're not saying this, not just like uh, like I want to learn this, but like this is like this really is like this physical existence. I don't know if we get multiple lives, or if this is the only one, but this is like, we kind of forget in the, like, humdrum of, like, the shit we're supposed to be doing, right? Like, working and having kids, whatever it is, right? But those are all rides in the theme park, too, you know, being a dad, and they're amazing, amazing part of it. But this is some, like, some sort of physical, uh, uh, with space time, a physical theme park. Right, And I think we can forget that. And I just want to ride it all. Like, now I want to go get the elephant ears and go get the candy almonds and then run over yeah. here and take a piss real quick and then go, get, go to the beer garden and then go ride fucking Magic King. You know what I mean? Like, I now yeah. I want to do it all. And I can tell that the sun's going down on the theme park. And I'm like, it ain't going to last forever, bud. And it like that. So, I like, is there anything you hmm. want to accomplish?
1: Yeah. So again, I mean, I touched No, no, no. Um... There, de- there definitely are. And you know what, what it's hard is, like, I find myself kind of trying to separate, like, the technical details of reality from, like, these, like, uh, like whimsical, you know what I mean? Like, fantasy dreams of which I'd want to. Because it's hard because, they're, for me, they're, I'll try to unravel it. They're kind of connected. So it's like, all right. I would love to have the opportunity... In every aspect of that, of, of what that means to dedicate myself to, uh, like a craft that has to do with like, uh, like comedy writing or something to do with like the arts, as, as terrible as that sounds, but you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, um, a whether that's, endeavor. yes, a crea- creative endeavor, right. And so that itself is an answer. Okay. There that is. But it's hard to think about that. Like, like the things that are difficult about that are in order to do that. Just just fundamentally would need time, and the things that yeah. occupy my time are things that I need to do, like working yeah. a job. You know what I mean? And and why do I need to do that? Because I got bills. You have one minute remaining. Because you what came to the, the theme park with the family. Yes, exactly. So I can't just <laughs> you know fast pass it and spend the money on me and hit, hit up the you know we gotta. Plan out where we're we gonna stop and change the baby and do this and do that. Right. So, but, but to tired. answer that one, qu- but answer the question like simply without all the mess. Love to learn how to be. Uh, love to to learn in in great detail what it means to to write comedy. Beautiful. There's one.
0: Beautiful legit answer. Yeah. Um. Let me get you Thank back. You. All right. Cool. Beautiful. That's completely yeah. doable. By the way. You know what I mean? On mine, mm-hmm. so, like when I, like I always take notes on the back of like my little um, blank call because I don't, they're basically just saying that I don't get to do anything today <laughs> officially. Um, and on it, you know, I had like, well, I, you know, I wanted to ask you what, like, you wanted to do and find out also how like what your answers were like how long you would want to live and you know yeah i hope the viewers know that this this question applies to them this isn't i wish i could talk to all of you out there and ask you and and nerd it up uh, about this stuff with you and this isn't (laughs) i've sat and thought about it which is what led to me to do this but this isn't like i'm not coming to this with um under the assumption that like i'm even right about what i'm saying you know what I mean, or anything right. like that it's, I thought about it a little more, and by a little more, I mean like the last twenty four hours not like months or or whatever and um but yeah, the stand up thing is is kind of not, I mean doesn't really surprise i yeah, it doesn't really surprise me to hear you say that. I think it would have surprised me back in the day when we were first met yeah. um you had you are a person who also had former lives i as we all yeah. have right. Some more than others, though. Like you yeah, but
1: you and experienced... I picked lanes, and we dove all the way in. We're we're a little yeah. different in that.
0: Well, you experienced, it's like these those little things I listed off. I got into it and experienced just enough not to turn my whole life into it, meaning, like, the rest of my life, but enough to be like, I think I know what it would be like to be a, a pro skater. Not that I was that good, but right. uh, I could... I became familiar enough with each one of those things where I could pretty reliably like imagine most of it. Like oh, I could see what that would be like, who you would be involved with, what's you know, what promotions, what uh sponsorship would look like, um, what competition like you know what I mean? Like what and so you for sure did that with music, the, the like the rock star lifestyle. Like you did yeah. enough to where you were like at the at the table with some like labels and um had a following, had some stuff on the radio, to where you could go. Oh, I could see what that would be like.
1: Yeah, I wanted it so bad. Yeah, I committed everything I had to it. That I know.
0: And you failed.
1: And I failed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all failed. No, you uh, didn't. I mean, th- I will say this, and I, you know, I've touched on it before. failure. You're a way better, like this, Greg. Way better. Mm-hmm. Way, no, both I of us, way better than well, we were. You know what I it mean? It took a
1: long time. It took a long time for me to find peace with that to be to be quite frank it, it took a, a number of years to kind of reconcile that person and that that life to something else i had a hard time identifying myself as i was lost for a long time because of it so
0: what a beautiful and yet necessary like breakdown of that whole because it was a false idol thing not to say yeah. you weren't good at music you didn't like music but like when you put that idea of being the rock star ahead of the music if that like absolutely comes at all like that thing needs to fall apart right, in a so way, if you, if you want to make a lot of, of growth and those painful things of like, like re- you know, in a lot of ways, that was like your coming to prison moment where when I came to prison, I was like, okay, two options, either figure my brain out and all the issues I've had with addiction and depression, which really was a brain problem with depression and all that stuff or mm-hmm. die because you've, you've, you know what I mean, you're at like a crossroads and, and that, that happened to you with the music thing.
1: For sure. I love that uh, terminology you use, come into prison moment. I feel like, you know, that's a universal thing there. It's very applicable. Um, but, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, talk about, like, real soul searching. Um, you know, my biggest problem with, with the music thing was I could not seem to accept that, like, utter domination was not going to be possible because I felt like I was good at it. And this is a yeah, good lesson for people that are younger and maybe into something that they're good at and they believe in, just because you're good at something does not give you the right to just assume, you know, this, like, uh, this, this uh, arrogance and, and just you're not better than people. Like, you might yeah. be, like, there's some, like, all right, LeBron James, best basketball player playing right now. There's a dude probably in, I don't know, somewhere in Africa that might be better than him. Yeah, I mean, just, 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 just universe pan out type shit. Or will be. Or will be, yeah, like, and the greats, they know that. Right. See, I was never not in a place where I could even I couldn't I was too young and I was angry and, uh, and upset all the time because I was like, well, I'm good at this. So I should be the best. And so as a result of that, or I should be famous or something. As a result of that, I lived in this la la land. And I remember the and the one thing I'll say is I remember there was a time where I wanted to be <laughs> so corny, but I wanted to be famous so bad. <laughs> and it's not just about the fame. It's like a hole in the soul. I thought that the, I needed, also like a recognition. Yeah, exactly. To, like, I need to be recognized
0: about and reaffirmed by your talent. Yeah,
1: like... in order to justify and and fi- and fill that like you know that hole in the chest. And um, yeah, and and so uh, you know I chase that and uh, you know and uh, oh, oh and wow. I would w- yeah.
0: You're about to tell a story about. It. So...
1: Mm-hmm. I was going to say uh, there was a time where, and this is this is the saddest thing. I wanted that so bad. I just wanted to be, uh, you know, affirmed by everybody else in the world that at one point I just started to toy around with the idea, of, like this worldview, that I just was, that it just was. And I was like, what? Like, like just, yeah. You see, like, I was so crazy that I was like, well, maybe when you make it, you just make it. And Maybe this is it. I was like, wait, 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 wait. You don't have money. I was like, wait, wait, wait. wait. But there's some things that you don't, like, you don't have money.
0: Yeah, some telltale the, signs that you've made. Yeah, it. Yeah, you you're know. not like... You're driving a Cavalier.
1: Um, yeah, I like, exactly. Yeah, thank you for remembering the exact car model, too. 99 Cavalier. You know, and <laughs> just think, that's so fucking crazy. I was a lunatic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I, I, I was a giggling, because I know when you get that voice, I'm like, oh, he's about to, like, lay something.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I had settled down to this idea of better to... rule in a small little pond, whatever the expression is. I wanted the whole thing, but I was like, well, I'll just rule in this little pond. Meanwhile, we're in like, you know, like Florida, we're we're in swamp sticks, you know, uh, sometimes hood Florida. And I'm like, all right, this is cool. I could go to this place and get a free meal. And that girl kind of liked me. I made it.
0: Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. That instead (laughs) of like reaching the heights, you convinced yourself that those were the heights. (laughs) <laughs> You're like, yeah, oh. this is it. This is it, right? Like the the Beatles, they were driving around in whatever the version, what, a, a Yugo? Uh, a, I, a w- yeah. Buddy, yeah.
1: But I would love to hear what you have to say because I think, I think, and I think I can say this because we know each other well, I think you could relate to that because in our small world, too, you were also Big Fish, Little Pond. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah. And, and I, I, yeah, i Yeah.
0: I had this thing going where I can very much relate to the 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 fame was only like a uh, means to an end. And that end was recognition of your abilities, right? And um, yeah. sometimes for me, I've said this before, it was enough. And people would say it disparagingly, but it didn't matter to me. It, you know, they don't know. I was taking it as a compliment. And I remember Pat's mom... <laughs> Who, like this family's a bit judgy, some of them, you know, and they're like a little mm-hmm. snooty with no real right to be. Let's—we be we all lived in the same neighborhood, <laughs> you, know what, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. um, was like told, like had a a brief, like thirty man, maybe a couple minute heart to heart where old fucking Mama Bear says, you know, Bobby, you can be anything if you just applied yourself. Which and she meant, you know, and, and other people have said that in the past, but I remember that one really stuck with me because she didn't really ever like do it. she was like very like i didn't even think like i was on her any of us were on her radar any more than just like oh yeah that's my kid's friends i don't yeah. know yeah you know what i mean and it really stuck with me and in in a weird perverse like super unhealthy way to me i was like that's enough for me you know what i mean like as long as someone <laughs> knows that i'm special then that's it yeah you know what i mean as long as you know it i don't ever have to what's the point in proving it if the whole point of proving it is so people know it and so what's the point if a couple people already can see that but i was like special for what like for what right like what was the thing i was because i was because like you're saying you're like kind of a big fish a small so i can totally totally relate to that um to that experience And, and you know you've uh well, we've dabbled in different in th- and, and being in prison. You know, it's like the clock is seems to be running in a way that, like, oh, like you can't do anything in prison, which ironically, yeah. I've done more meaningful stuff
1: than most people.
0: Um, no, than no, just than me. than I then I did all that. Uh, the other time being a big fish in a small pond. Now I'm, like, the smallest fish, <laughs> like, ever in a very large pond full of, like, magnanimous, talented, brilliant people. And, um, you know, I'm only in the pond because of the, you know, certain other people sure. in the pond. And, and the viewers and, and Pebbles and you and help from, you know, all kinds of other people. And, um, yeah. But, yeah, Bobby, the, the, I, so, but. but
1: yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm gonna no, make no, a no, point. No, no, no. I'm gonna say Don't this though. Point. It in a bigger sense though, you you have I stick to it. You have um, you have done that. You, you have done th- uh, greater things in there, and I'll explain this than most people. Sticking to that, and what I mean by that is, uh, what I mean by that is uh, you were t- you you hit it right uh, right on the head with uh, doing certain things. To, to claim validation from others, right? And there's a correlation between how we feel about ourselves in that pursuit. But what you've done there is you found yourself. You found peace within yourself, and you have essentially uh, not solved because I think it's an ongoing, indefinite process. But you have, you have, you've found yourself. You, you've well, let me just say it for the lack of a better term. You've kind of solved that hole in the <laughs> in the soul. that sounds. But just stay with me there. So you you've done that, and so as a result of that, you have this type this type. You have grown so you, you've grown from that person, and I think in 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 that process, uh, in this like current destination, that's what lends to all this like inspiration to want to be around and learn more. I, you're, like although you're there physically, you're in you're enjoying life. Is that is that yeah. am I? Out of line to say yeah.
0: that? Or, or? Yeah, you're. I guess that's. you're right. And I hate when you get douchey like that. And uh, I know nah. the captains out there hating it even more. But, so I, much. you know, I accept that you're right about that stuff. And I should probably, if there's a riddle to figure out, I should be being more okay with uh, not, <clears throat> admitting that I'm not a complete loser. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> or at least entertaining the idea. But, yeah, sure, that, I guess, you know, that doesn't take too much digging to realize that. That's kind of yeah. what this is a like a more in depth way of saying, hey, like I don't not only do I not want to kill myself, that there are yeah. beautiful things. This is not such a shitty amusement park as I thought. And I'm just I'm realizing it um at a time where I don't think I'm not gonna be able to make all the stops. And um that's okay because realizing it at all is better than, you know, sleeping in the parking lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or whatever the <laughs> yeah. version is. But there, but it does make me chew like have to pick now which rides I want to hit, and so like I was yeah. thinking, what I, what rides I want to hit on the way out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I get out, stand up is for sure my thing. Like that is I awesome. can't. I started dabbling in it. I probably uh, did like ten sets altogether. I was doing open mics and traveling places and and, and starting to dabble in a thing that. I kind of realized later, and I think maybe might be the only way for, for me to realize that, like, oh, this is like, always been the thing I should have been doing. And yes. hearing th- that fr- from you as, like, an outsider and, like, Andrew and, like, other people from the past makes me go, like, hey, assholes, like, why didn't any, if you guys thought this the whole time, why didn't anyone say, like, that stuff? And they're not saying, like, oh, you needed to but, you know, like, Andrew would say, like, oh, you always had that Vibe about it. like you know what I mean like you were built for like that type of thing like that. you
1: were yeah
0: was uh, well I think at the so, time it was hard for us
1: to kind of like concentrate it and know exactly like oh this is what Bobby should do it's kind of like thinking about it now it's like oh shit you were made for that because I fully support um, and believe in you you have up. I, one minute remaining I think you'd be great
0: at it all right let's uh, let me hit you back and let's wrap this up. Because I could also, before I go out, I'd like to see what it's like to be a full-on stand-up, get that full experience, to also like to see what it's like to be a millionaire or, like, <laughs> um, and not in, like, some comical way, but, like, really, you'd like to feel what that's like, you know? You yeah. know, have, like, a million dollars and be like, oh... I'm not worried about money, and there are you know, I just like that's. I want to visit that ride before before I leave and get just a feel for it. Not to live on that ride, but uh, I want to do like a motivational speaker. Who knows? Maybe I'll do the husband thing, which I really don't know. But uh, <laughs> let me get you back. Let's wrap this up right. and before they. Put Thank it... you. Thank you. All right. Anything All right. you want to uh, you want to wrap it up with?
1: Um. <laughs> That, uh, I couldn't, no, I was going to try to land a, uh, <laughs> yeah, a, a joke, but it. I jumped off that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Better to not. And uh,
0: we're going no. to, uh, we're going to work on some of that comedy writing shit, because, you know, um, <laughs> I had to learn to do some of that shit to write the pilot episodes and some of that stuff, yeah. and that's kind of one of the things, the comedy thing is one of the things that we reconnected with, because you went and read The Comedians in Prison, Thing, and you're like, oh, shit. And I didn't really know that was something I didn't know about you. It doesn't surprise me, but I didn't know that you were into comedy because back then,
1: it's, yeah, it's something know, that came did. on over time. Yeah. And then when I read your piece, I was like, "Holy shit, this is good!" Because I uh, really like comedy, and and I could tell that this this I, I could tell that you were you, you know really really you know uh, just on the ball. It was it was funny as hell. That was am- that was the most important thing. But it was it was super accurate. Yeah, it's a whole. It was, for
0: those great. you don't know, go to uh, notesfrompen.com. It's a whole list of uh, how comedians in 280 characters would would fare in prison. You know, it's probably yeah. 120 or 130 a list. Uh, you know, I keep adding. If you've got any advice, go ahead and uh, or like suggestions, go ahead and drop them to me. And I, you know, I want to just wrap up with this because they're about to probably close this yard at any time and boot us out without us getting a proper outro. Um, just want to say, I guess, you know, for those of you younger than me i'm like 22 so pretty much uh, no (laughs) one As you're younger than me um don't wait so long to figure out what ride you want to hit on this thing and don't uh, don't like let everyone else tell you that the millionaire ride is the thing because everyone's in line for that thing and i it's probably not that great Everyone's Absolutely. saying it's you know, it's a four hour you might and most of you won't even get on that ride. And you'll spend the whole time on the theme park, waiting in that line, having to piss, you know, doing all that stuff and you'll end up losing your place and, and be out of there. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So don't wait and, the, and for the people my age or the people older, it's not too late. You know what I mean? Go figure out what what rides you want to do. You know, you're a mom or mm-hmm. a dad or a brother. Those things don't always have to you know, you can reach a point in your life where the kids grow up and go out and, and you know, you
1: yeah.
0: not only do you have to, you get to find a new identity in a way and yeah. figure out what you want to do and what you, and, and, you know, so just, you know, my thing would be like, thank God you guys don't have to come to prison to to hear some of these realizations that I had to come to prison for. And one of them is figure out what fucking rides you want to do, because this isn't, a, this theme park doesn't stay open forever. Don't get caught scrambling at the last minute, you know, in line for the bathroom when you never even hit any of the, the, the stuff you wanted to check out. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> Yeah. Go out there and uh, figure out a couple rides, and then uh, go get on them and and really feel them when you're on them. You know, and, and dig in there and experience that shit. Right now, I have uh, I'm on a couple of them. One of them is the incarceration ride. I'll be able to talk about this and tell this and have a perspective on this ride that most people, no one, is looking to get on that ride. But <laughs> sometimes, uh, <laughs> sometimes you need to know. You have to talk to someone that's been on that ride to tell you how to fix it and, shit and, yeah. <laughs> and like how to avoid accidents. Yeah theme park and uh, so yeah so that's all I wanted to say and hopefully when we were talking about those little easter egg things like Fight Club or whatever that like lead off into this cool little niche 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 thing that you uh, is like yours and you're like oh this is a dope little unique thing that's just mine I realized like this show this thing we're doing together with the Pebbles and everything it's just the idea that this could be that for one or two people it's like just makes my fucking day yeah you know yeah. Someone uh, could find this and be like, "Damn, this this shit's different," and go ahead and uh, spread that around. And so, in that vein, you know, we love you, and know, I can't stress enough how connected we all are and how much this thing is like a community thing. And uh, the captain, too. Man, I really been thinking about him a lot lately. I have to hit yeah. him up. I think it's about that time. But um, yeah. So you know, visit everyone on, on you know, notes from the pen on Twitter, the website. You know, the podcast. There's going to be some changes coming up that when you're listening to this, that probably would have already happened. But, you know, before I get tased and dragged to the hole and experience a different part of this ride that I don't want <laughs> to really experience anymore, um, let me just say on behalf of Cousin Greg, mm-hmm. your hopefully favorite convict, and the entire NFTP universe, and for small fish in large ponds and big fish and small ponds everywhere, thank you for listening.
1: We are gone. We gone. To learn more about Bobby and prison reform, go to pan.com. This has been another Notes from the Pen production.